Welcome to the Feel Better Show, brought to you by Snoochie to the Booch. Um, 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 da, 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 dum. It's the Feel Better Show! This is Feel Better with the Feel Better Show. Mother, mother, fuck, fuck, mother, fuck, mother, fuck, noise, noise, noise. One, two, one, two, three, four. Noise, noise, noise. Smoking weed, smoking weed. Doing coke, drinking beers. Drinking beers, beers, beers. Rolling baddies, smoking blunts. Who smokes the blunts? Who smoke the blunts? Rolling blunts and smoking weed. Ah, uh, let me get a nickel bag. Fifteen bucks, little man. Put that shit in my hand. If that money doesn't show, then you owe me, owe me, oh. My jungle love. Ladies and gentlemen, I am your host with the most feel better. And if you couldn't figure out what we're discussing by the uh, what it's being brought to you by, we're talking about the man, the myth, the legend. That is Kevin Smith. I am very, <laughs> as you can tell, I have a guest here. We have uh, Maisie from the Bake to Different Different Ah Bake to Different Podcast. Wow. Yeah, I'm completely. I am. I am a hundred percent on this one. I did not go out drinking last night. No, I did not. Um, yes, so I have Maisie from the Beg to Different podcast, also from the Star Kid episode, if you remember that episode, which currently is one of the our- one that was just a lecture from me. Hey, it was even though it was just a lecture, it is one of the most downloaded episodes. It's getting up there. Is it? Yeah. Um, I think. Hold on, I have my stats right here. Just gonna pull it up it's, for you. It is all because of that picture. It's all because of the display picture. Right. I told you it would pull people in. It's the the genitalia episode. It's just the genitalia. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. You are currently at forty one downloads. Woo! And you are one, two, three, four, five. You are six most downloaded episode. And in my no. new format of the show, you are the third most downloaded. Yes, I'll take it. You're tied right now with the Nun episode with Andre, where I'm freaking out about being being conjured. But okay, <laughs> but you are currently sitting comfortably at number three on the new format of the show, where I, we talk about a specific type of topic of movies. So congratulations. Yeah. There's no award Thank to it. You. It's well, just being happy. I'll just you know I'm just gonna keep trying to um, improve on my work and you know just trying to make a difference out there. Oh. World peace. World peace. That's what you want. World peace. Um, <laughs> so there we go. That's what we're having. Uh, uh, just quick stats about that. Um, surprisingly, my uh, my Avengers Infinity War and Deadpool 2 trailer episode is at 170 downloads. Uh, nice. It's my most downloaded epi- uh, episode, and it still constantly gets downloaded each month. So that's very, nice. very, very odd for me to see when I have back issues that still get downloaded. But I love it. I love getting the, those downloads. Please keep downloading people. Um, all right. So, yes, we are here to discuss one of our favorite directors, my in my top five favorite directors, Kevin Smith. Um, I think he might be my favorite director. I think I think he's taken it. Yeah, he, he he's versatile. He's one of the I have to say he writes conversation probably is the best writer of conversation that I've ever watched. Absolutely. He he just understands how it how people talk and his simple cinematography also is great um Mm. he did have one movie that i did not enjoy but he didn't write it so it's fine it's cop out with bruce Uh, willis i haven't even seen it don't don't bother it it's 
unfortunately, Bruce Willis is at a point in his life where he just does what he wants to do. Yeah. Um, hold on. Let's see here. Writing. Oh, yeah. He's written a lot. Oh, my God. So much. So much writing he's done. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah. like, on the... Um like speaking about his conversation, like I personally prefer films that are more dialogue driven, and that is basically what most of his films are. Yeah, um, it's all about the subtext and the you know the way people are saying things to each other, um, which I just thoroughly enjoy. Oh yeah, he he knows how, he gets the emotion that's needed. I find mm. uh, in his movies, like he if all his movies they have that nice emotional feel to. Yeah. And he just, he plays those subtexts so well. Like, his yeah. first one, Clerks, is just, I'm sorry, is a masterpiece. It may not be yeah. filmed magically and it's perfect, but it's, you can see the pure talent that he has in his writing and yeah. in his character development and just the understanding of how people really interact. It's like some of those yeah. conversations that they have they have in the movie, like the A to M or the, like, how yeah. many girl how many guys the girlfriend's been with and that are actual conversations yeah. that people have yeah absolutely um clerks was definitely a really big inspiration uh for me i i've told you this but i don't think i've mentioned it anywhere else but um i made a short film that was kind of clerks inspired it's not good <laughs> but it's on our patreon um, i beg to differ patreon that you yeah it i was inspired by that and i made you know, a sort of kind of my version of Clerks, which is like what I'm genuinely living. And um, it ended up getting me into the National Youth Film Academy two-week course, which is pretty cool. When does that start, by the way? Uh, or did so it already that, happen? That's in, no, no, it's in April. Okay. Uh, yeah, I haven't done it yet, but it got me, but that film got me in. So, and that's all thanks to the inspiration of Clerks. Yeah, Kevin Smith. Inspirating, uh, inspiring yeah. everybody. And like, he has had a downturn in his his uh his his one part of his career the directing part but he started mm. podcasting and that gave yeah. him a resurgent in his his career he's like yeah, a godfather absolutely. of um godfather of podcasting and with yeah, that it, he it helps him recreate uh his directing cuz with that he was able to get onto you know the the superhero films, the uh, superhero films. I mean, superhero yeah. shows, uh, the Flash and Supergirl, but also yeah. get him the other uh, movies like Tusk and Ho- Yoga Hosers, which yeah. is great. It's it's really interesting how he was able to segue segue into the podcasting world. Yeah, definitely, and and not even just him, but um, his friends and the people that he works with as well, because um, they. Uh, tell him Steve Dave mm-hmm. uh, are also a huge podcast that came from from being friends with him. Yeah, and he so one I know one of his podcasts he specifically did with Jason Mewes, uh, Jan Silent Bob Get Old was specifically yeah. to help Jay stay sober. That's that's the reason why he started that podcast. Simply just so. oh really? Because I know that they toured with it as well. Mm-hmm. It was he he has said it multiple times that that the only reason they did that podcast was to just to have a conversation with Jay and to help him stay sober because he had a yeah. I'm not sure which which drug he had a problem with, but he was he was like spiraling down. So him and his yeah his wife got together and they started the they started the podcast and now jay's had a resurgent in his kind of career not yeah. not as big as uh, smith but now he's twitching he's going to conventions and 
doing all these stuff and it's helping him out. And I'm like, wow, just from podcasting, Kevin Smith has recreated his own, uh, rebooted his own career, rebooted a one of his best friends. He's gotten a AMC TV deal for the secret stash and they podcast about that. And then all yeah. the other guys, uh, I know he does fat man on Batman, but it's changing to beyond fat man. I think I'm not sure they're rebranding the show. because yeah. He's lost so much weight, which is also, isn't an it incredible? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Kevin he's Smith doing that show Hollyweeds or something like that. Yeah. He, he filmed that and he's trying to get that off, off the ground, which I hope because more Kevin Smith is better. Um, you yeah. can't go wrong with Kevin Smith. But yeah, he, he's actually one of the main inspirations for me for starting a podcast because, it, one, if he can do it and he can make film, then anybody can do it. He says it himself. He's like... Yeah, um, I was going to say, that's he definitely preaches that. He keeps saying like, hey, it's easy. Everyone's got a smartphone. Start filming. Yeah. And um, and it, and it's right. Yeah, definitely. Like, um, yeah, he's definitely a big inspiration in um, taking those steps towards... Uh, well for me for filmmaking definitely yeah I wanted to be a filmmaker and I wanted to go down that route but I, I realized that one my artistic vision is very limited I'm better at okay. talking um, yeah. <laughs> obviously since I have a podcast so I'm like you know what I'll go down the podcast way and so yeah. it's easy I can I uh, obviously I'm nearly nearly a year into it and uh, I'm doing great well I, I think I'm yeah. doing great um, yeah for sure buddy uh, I'm not as I don't that have... sounded super sarcastic. <laughs> I'm really sorry. That's just, that I just can't say nice things. Like it, my voice just comes out that way. Like whenever I tried to say like have a nice day to someone, I just sound super sarcastic. But that was genuine. I did mean that. I know it was genuine. I knew you were coming from a good place. Um, it we... always comes from a good place. <laughs> yeah, um, a great show, by the way, too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, he because I like talking so much and I just like having conversations about films or anything related around films and TV. So I thought I would mm. start this. I'm a year in, I'm not too, you guys are at big to differ. Is that what? Two years now? Oh going God. Um, yeah, we, yeah, we're go. No, we're not going on. Surely not. Oh, maybe. God, uh, we're at 50 episodes, um, of the main show. Um, it would be more if we had been better organized <laughs> and we didn't, uh, um, one of our um uh co-hosts um like other co-hosts it didn't like just suddenly like ditch us but uh <laughs> but no we're doing we do we're doing all right yeah we've been going for a while yeah i i actually to be honest i like the two-person format you guys have started um yeah which... like cool. we're um we usually have guests uh yeah. and we like to and we're really enjoying just like having aiden as our regular but rotating where possible and we've got some pretty exciting guests lined up soon as well which is super cool there's some sizzle for you there it's my sizzle um yeah no i, I like your guys's format is really cool it's it's somewhat evolved because yes you still have those um, very strong different opinions but you guys are doing different things as well you have those the uh just listen to your bat was it the bad parenting one that you drew, uh, yeah that's the latest one yeah. yeah the bad parenting was really good and the the hat one before that that was great um, oh that's good <laughs> and and you're also transitioning into the uh youtube media and getting the youtube money or trying to uh, well we're not making hey. anything we're not getting any views but it it's good it's nice to i'm getting used to the camera uh, i'm very good i'm i've done loads of performing but it's super weird being in front of of a camera all of a sudden um but i'm getting used to it now 
Yeah, you used to do more stage, right? Yeah, yeah, I used to do lots of like musical theater and stuff. Um, yeah, but that... uh, uh, no, I was just gonna say, yeah, I used to do a lot of musical theater, but um, then like you know, life gets in the way, and you got to get a job and all that, <sighs> and uh, jobs. Then you Who stick a cam- I know, right? <laughs> but jobs that you can then make a film about because Kevin Smith did a similar thing. <laughs> very true. Very, very, very true. Um, so yeah, you guys have started with the camera stuff and that has that limited your episodes used to be a bit longer when you weren't recording on the camera, yeah. but the D the, I'm, I'm guessing you guys are using a DSLR. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It's, it's, a, yeah, it's it like a, a it's just, clicky camera. I got or it on is eBay. It, <laughs> it's, it's a, it's a, it's a video. It's a, it's a video one. It's like a proper camcorder. Oh, it's a proper camcorder. And yeah because yeah it's just a really shit one <laughs> oh, that's fine it does it do its job does it record uh sometimes Ooh. <laughs> when it's doing what it's told <laughs> when it doesn't just like stop halfway through for no reason we've had we've run into so many troubles when editing and, and filming like it's so annoying we are just absolutely cursed like ah. it's like a lot of the time like we'll just get like stuff like stop halfway through and like and then like you've got all the footage and it looks fine but then once you're trying to edit it it just like pauses halfway through like it's like stuck on like oh, i don't know it's annoying but that's not your problem that's john's problem right yeah <laughs> <laughs> well it used to be my problem i used to insist on doing all the editing and now i've renounced it because it's just it might be my laptop or it could be i don't know what's happening but i just let john do it now because everything's at his his place that yeah, makes sense and since obviously john lives a bit further away than before right yeah so, so he used to live like just down the road from me and now he's like pff, he's a good train journey away so you guys have to film multiple episodes when you go see him or in do one you... go oh, yeah God. We, we we did like we've only done it once so far but we had to we filmed like four episodes four or five episodes in one go oh man <laughs> you guys sound like you're doing like the slow-mo guys I don't know if you know their YouTube channel. Um, mm. They're too. You know, despite being on YouTube, I actually don't watch a lot of YouTube. Ah. Um, I don't. I don't either. There's, there, don't don't be. It's YouTube. There's so much content now, like with the podcast, the YouTube, and the t- actual TV, the video games, and all that. I, yeah. Uh, and then on top of it, you have to work, right? So. Yeah, um, I I like. I work long hours. It's retail. Oh yeah, no. It's I, I've I've luckily never had to do retail. Oh, I've been me. blessed. Don't I've do been it. blessed. Um, my girlfriend worked retail most of her adult life, and yeah. now she's come into the call center world where this is my bread and butter. Oh, I see. That sounds even worse. <laughs> Actually, it's uh, it depends on which part of the call center world you're at. So yeah. she works she works for um, for Air Canada Vacations. Yeah. So she's dealing with people going on vacation, pretty much. Uh, so everyone's right. pretty happy when they're talking to her, unless there's a like a major storm or something, and then then it gets really busy. Whereas I work in yeah. the banking world. Oof. Well, it's not that bad. I I work in the fraud area, so most people calling me are like, "Look, I have fraud," or they're like, "I got this call from someone." I'm like, "Oh, okay, you have fraud on your card. Uh, we're gonna cancel your card and issue a new one. Uh, I can get it to you fairly quickly." That's uh, all right. I don't have a credit card. Yeah, there you go. You're you're fine. But I'm talking about everyone else yeah. listening. The banks are really smart in their thing. Like people think they can outsmart the bank. <laughs> no, you can't. You can't. They're always watching. We we know everything about you, and you don't even yeah. know. But anyways, enough about 
Call centers. Enough about banking. <laughs> yeah, enough about the boring topic of banking and frauding people. Uh, Kevin Smith. So y- you got introduced to Kevin Smith how? Like, what was your first quote-unquote interaction with Kevin Smith? Um, My boyfriend got me um, the Batman comics uh, done by Kevin Smith and Walt Flanagan. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess that was my first kind of point, but then also... Then we, I think the first Kevin Smith film I watched was, oh God, I it, I think it was Mallrats, yeah. Okay, good movie to watch. Jason Lee's in it. It's, it's a great, yeah, it's a great film. It's good fun. Yeah, and my first, mine would have been Clerks, um, not back in 1994 when it came out, but a little later, a buddy of mine lent me Clerks, and I'm like, oh, this is interesting. What's this? I started watching. Fun fact, I uh, wasn't even born in 1994. <laughs> Fun fact, you're making me feel older than older. <laughs> Sorry. Which, which seems, seems to be the point of me having guests on to make me feel just old. <laughs> I think that's why I do it. I just have younger guests on and just make me feel old. I'm trying to recapture my youth. It's not working yeah. really well. Um, but <laughs> So, yeah, I watched Clerks, and I was really confused but intrigued by the it i'm like what is this black and white movie and then i'm like i'm like holy shit i've we ha- i've had that conversation with you yeah. and so at that point then i just started i found out that he had other movies and then the following movie i watched of his was actually dogma so i oh, skipped that is my possibly my favorite film ever <laughs> i love dogma i think it's such an incredible film oh yeah and this and all the stories behind dogma about him actually protesting his actual own film. Yeah. That's amazing. Like, he yeah. he, he just, he's so regular guy. <laughs> yeah. He's not, like, like you, you have the other, like, you have your Steven Spielbergs, your um, Martin Scorsese, you have all these other directors who are, like, big time, quote unquote. Yeah. And they, like, they wouldn't do that. And then you have this guy who's out from Jersey. He's like, you know, fuck it. I'm, they're protesting. Let's protest with them. Let's give them some signs and this. And you're like, and you see the video of him actually protesting. And you're like, oh my God, he actually did it. Like, that's something I would yeah. do just for shits and giggles. Yeah. And he, it, he, it's just the fact that he's so like down to earth. Yeah. And then. Like, uh, um, what was, what were they protesting against? A dogma the, it, that he was going against the Catholic church. I mean. This is before the film came out. This is like it's it's being released in okay. Jersey. It's in the theater, and they're pro uh, they're protesting uh, the the film's release, th- saying that it's against Catholicism. It's um, hold on, let me just see if it's in the notes. Uh, the irony about Catholics and Catholic League protesting against this movie is that Kevin Smith was raised Roman Catholic and is still considered a, a Catholic. He thanked God in the end credits and mentioned that he is raising another little Catholic, his daughter. Ugh. I just, uh, I find it so weird when people can't separate, um, you know, what's real and what's not and, like, what people believe. Like, oh, who cares? Ugh, I'm not going to go into it, but, like, ugh, it annoys me. Who cares? It's a Mm -hmm. film. Shut up. Yeah, and I think it's, like, it's just a film. Like, there's no, no negativity. Like, how are you being upset about a film? Like, yeah, it's, like, getting upset about someone saying saying your name wrong it's like this is how i pronounce your name like grow up and it's also like um because in the opening for for it there's like a disclaimer at the front as well and you read that and it's hilarious like because it's like saying like how like he was like come on like you know 
this it's just a film and you know you know god likes to have fun too he made the platypus have a look and then afterwards it's just like we're very sorry to any you know platypus enthusiasts all hail the mighty platypus like it's just like there you go he's he's proving he's proving why you're being dumb Mm. like just just take a minute and just watch it because like I think everyone has something to gain from that film because it has a lot to say. And, like, even if you've not, that's not what you're into, you've still got something to get from it because it's got all different types of humor and it's got all different types of conversation in there. And, like, it's beautifully acted by, like, everyone in that film. Everyone does, like, has does their character perfectly. Oh, yeah. it's I, I have to say it's one of my favorite Ben Affleck movies. Yes! He's so good in it. He is. Like, I always thought Ben Affleck, the best character Ben Affleck plays are people who are from Boston. Or Boston. Yeah. Like, he doesn't have to put on an accent. Yeah. He just acts like him in Goodwill Hunting is amazing. Yeah. Um, the other, what's the other one? Uh, the Town, which is... Yeah, that like, was a good film, yeah. I'm like, these are perfect uh, Ben Affleck movies because, one, it, he's just being him. He's just adding a bit more to who his person is and when he has to act as someone else it comes off contrived like it doesn't feel genuine yeah i know what you mean but i did i did like him as batman i know that's controversial no actually i I think he next to bill he's probably my like always keaton and adam west are going to be my favorite batmans just because (laughs) they're the originals you know and i like the campiness of adam west i grew up with the batman 60s tv show and then Michael Keaton was my first Batman on screen. But yeah. Barring those two, because you have to, they're their own, they're their own legendary yeah, status. Um, ben Affleck and Bale probably are close. I like Affleck's Bruce Wayne more than his Batman. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, definitely. I think that's quite universally accepted now that he does do a really good Bruce Wayne. Because he does, because the struggles that Bruce Wayne quote unquote goes through his his drinking and all that is very similar to what. Uh, ben Affleck has gone through mm. in his, but on Bale, I like Bale's Batman more than his Bruce Wayne. Yeah, yeah. So sure. like, yeah, if they can somehow merge those two, perfect combination of both, you know. But yeah, but Batman's suit is more realistic, like it's more comic accurate. Yeah. So that's I think that's why people really like Affleck's Bat Batman Batman and not just his Bruce Wayne. But I love him as Bruce Wayne. He plays yeah, it just definitely. perfectly. Because it's more about the the character, the person, um, and and like the subtext behind everything that they do. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's just his his. Uh, even when I had Jacob on to talk about uh, Batman versus Superman, he was even mm. saying that that's his thing. Like he really enjoyed the Batman aspect of that movie because it's like a. He says it was um, oh, what was the words he used? It was like a. It was from Batman's point of view, and it was him becoming, uh, rediscovering who Batman really is. Yeah. And you see that with, and if you look at it, like I rewatched it, and it's true. Like if you watch it that way, it is Batman becoming back to who Batman was. Yeah. In his truest form. So it's a, a rebirth or, a relearning of Batman and Bat. A rebirth. Yeah, Batman rebirth. Um. And Affleck does a great job of it, and I I'm a little disappointed that he's gotten so much hate about it. Mm. I think I think a lot of people just 
especially with Ben Affleck, I don't know why, but everyone just uh, loves to hate. And I don't know why. I think people, I think one person says it and then everyone's like, yeah, that must be true, even though they don't know what they're talking about. No, he, he's, a, he, he's, okay, he's not like, like Sidney Portier or, you know, Sam Jackson, amazing, but he is a good actor when he gets the chance yeah, to sure. be who he wants to be. And when he picks somewhat good um, roles, but we're yeah, and Smith is really good at giving him those roles. He always knows what's to put him in. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He he definitely knows what roles to put him in, and I'm 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 sad that there was a falling out between them. Yeah, Cause, that is sad. Because him in those movies, like each one, he was in. Uh, he wasn't in Clerks, but he was in. Was he in Mallrats? Yeah, he was in Mallrats. He was the the asshole guy. Yeah, so he was in Mallrats. He was in Chasing Amy, Dogman, Jane, Silent Bob, and each and um, Jersey Girl. Oh yeah, and oh, well, Jersey Girl. Um, we don't talk about Jersey Girl. Oh, sorry. Uh, I no, thought it was all right. It's okay. It's just it's it's I a different kind of film. Yeah, it was him going into more of a romantic comedy. I wouldn't even say it's a romantic. I wouldn't even say it's a comedy. What would you put it as? Romantic drama. Yeah, romantic drama. Okay, yeah. But I, I, the only reason I say there's comedy is because you've got the great, amazing um, George Carlin in it. That's the only yeah. reason. Because you have this... And I'm jealous that Smith got to work with Alan Rickman and George Carlin. Like, He, 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 he gets some really great... I don't great... understand how he does it. But it's because people want to be in his films. Yeah. I, because I, I, cause like with Zack and Mary make porno, um, you know, he approached Seth Rogen and then Seth Rogen was like, oh my God, it's been my dream to be in a Kevin Smith film. Are you serious? Yeah. Like people just want to work with him. Yeah. He gets like, I'm just looking like Jersey girl. You have, uh, George Carlin, Lopez, Affleck, uh, as like these main big guys, um, mm. Zach and Miro, you got Elizabeth Banks, Seth Rogen, Craig Robinson, um, you had Brandon Ruth in it, Justin Long. And like these are like there may not at the time they may not have been like huge mm. A listers, but they're like legendary people now. And then you yeah. then Red State. Oh my god. Well and you've also had like um people do cameos like Stanley and Will Smith as well. Yeah, like what it was in Jansong and Bob. Yeah, Jansong and Bob Strike Back. Right? A banger of a film. Great film. Loved it. Amazing. You so have, good. You have Mark Hamill. You have um, Carrie Fisher. Yep. You have, who else do you have? You have Justin Long's in it as well. There's so yeah, many, he's... just in that one movie, you have so many cameos. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. You have his wife. You have Shannon Elizabeth, Eliza Dushku, Ali Larder, um, Will Farrell's in it, Jason Lee, obviously. Yeah. Um, George Carlin's in it, Sean William Scott. Like, you have so many, Shannon Dorothy. Like, this movie is nothing but um, cameos in cameos. it. Cameos, yeah. And it's like, these are big names, and they're in this film about two smo- two stoners, pretty much. Yeah. Going to beat up and stop a movie from being made. Like, no sense. No sense. Like, this isn't a blockbuster movie, but they have blockbuster caliber actors in it and you, like it's amazing how he's able to do that mm. oh god i would love i just... think it's just because 
I think it's just because people want to work with him. I think it's because um, he has fun, and it's, he brings the fun back into it. Yeah. Because because he, I read it. Go ahead. You can tell he's a humble guy because he never credits himself uh, when he plays Silent Bob either. He also, when he puts it up, he doesn't put a Kevin Fifth Smith film. Yeah. He never points out that he, he's. I'm a director. I barely do any fucking work. Like he was talking about. Uh, I was reading a couple of his tweets regarding him being on. I think it was the Flash. Yeah. And he's like, like I have to give credit to all the 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 the, the cast and the crew. Because I, I pretty much do fucking nothing here. I'm just standing yeah. here looking pretty. And even that, I'm doing a hard job at it. And he's like, <laughs> like he's like, you know what? It's late. People are kind of tired. I'm going to go get, get us some burgers. So he goes, he turns to his AD. And he's like, look, you guys got it from here. You're just setting up the shot. And then you'll shoot it. And everything's going to be good. He's like, yeah, why? He's like, I'm just I'm just going to go and get some, some burgers. He's like. You're leaving the set. He's like, look, you guys are professionals. You guys do this all the time. I'm just here to look pretty. I barely do anything. So, yeah, I'll be back and you can pretty much handle it, right? He's like, yeah. He's like, okay. Goes off, goes to the A&W, goes to an A&W, picks yeah. up, orders. Like, he's like, yeah, I'll have like 20 burgers. He's like, yeah, yeah, right. No, he's like, yeah, I will. He's like, can you just come to the front to confirm your payment? He's like, holy shit, it's Kevin Smith. Takes a photo together. Uh, he pays, <laughs> goes back and it's like, here's burgers and gives it all to the staff and everyone's kind of happy but not everyone got it so he's like fuck goes the next day it's someone else he's like yeah okay okay goes to the front holy shit it's kevin smith he pays he gets like 40 this time nearly everybody and some didn't and they're grumbling the third day he goes back and he's like i'll have it's okay i got you and it's the guy from the first one and he pays and he goes okay thanks and then i think at the last day he sends someone else to go because he couldn't do it yeah comes back with all the food and they're like yeah they have a special request they they want to know if it's okay if they can hang your jersey at the anw and he's like you know what fuck yeah biggest honor i'm like a gretzky now and anw is <laughs> actually hanging one of my fat man jerseys in the restaurant and it's like that is like truly like pure humbleness right there like yeah, yeah it, it's it's like it's a bit of a self-promo but he's humble like he's being honored to hold his jersey of all things yeah. he's like oh my god this is great this is a huge honor for me and it's like it's in an a and w like how how bigly and how honored are you to hang your jersey in a, re- a fast food restaurant yeah a nicer version of burger king but still it's like a burger king i will admit i did have to google it because i had no idea what it was <laughs> yeah so for those who do not know a and w is just um i can't remember the proper term but it's it's a restaurant like Burger King, but they their burgers are all named like their you have the teen burger, the mama burger, the papa burger, the grandpa burger. Uh, it's really good burgers. Like I I prefer it over than it's my favorite fast food joint uh, for yeah, burgers. Cool. Um, they make amazing onion rings. Like it's so flaky the onion rings. Oh my god, it's amazing. And they have, <laughs> yeah, and they make the best root beer, bar none. Like I'm I'm a huge root beer fan, so their root beer is the best root beer and. When you go into the restaurant and you sit down, like you're not takeout, it's like you're going to eat there. They give it your your root beer or your drink in a frosted mug. So they keep Ooh. their mugs in like a mini freezer. And so it comes out, it gets, it's all frosty. And so when you pours, it's just, it just adds to the deliciousness. So there's no ice. So it's not being watered down. Oh, it's delicious. It's amazing. <laughs> I think I'm going to go have some A&W today. Nice. Anyways. I- 
because I'm here. Yeah, yeah, but when you come over, I'll take you to A&W. Promise. Yeah, nice. First Sweet. place we're going is A&W. Unfortunately, I can't go to the one that Kevin Smith went to because it's on the other side of the country. But, but good enough. It's it's going to be just as good. Um, yes, so you were saying that your favorite Kevin Smith movie is, uh, Mal- was it Mallrats? No, Dogma. Dogma, yes. Okay, Dogma is great. Um, I think it's probably one of his funniest movies. Um, just I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, I guess I I tend to forget the humor. I would because I would say maybe Zach and Mary or Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. Even Mallrats is probably the funniest. Um, but I guess that's just because they have a lighter tone. Yeah. I, I, I'm saying Dogma is one of the funnier. It's just simply because I'm thinking back and all the funny moments I can remember are in Dogma. Yeah. I and, think there's a lot more iconic moments in it. Yeah. Like, uh, Mallrats, you ha- the, the f- one of the funnier parts I remember, there's two of them. It's in the mall, obviously, Mallrats. Um, when you have the guy trying to stare at the image, like the, the 3D art image. Yeah. And he just gets annoyed with it. But then you also yeah. have Kevin Smith. Fl- it's uh, a sailboat. It's a sailboat. I can't say it. Um, <laughs> and then you have Kevin Smith like, fly, fat man, fly. When he's yeah. like, hooked up. That that I remember from Mallrats. Um, Dogma, it's just like you have uh, when Chris Rock uh, falls from the sky. And then Jason Mewes is like, big naked titty women don't just fall out of the sky. And he's just looking up waiting for the naked woman to <laughs> drop out and then you have like the poop monster and then yeah you, and she's just like you hung out with jesus like yeah it was me 12 bucks <laughs> yeah like there's so many good iconic moments for me in dogma that's why i say it's one of the funnier funniest movies his funniest whereas like his other movies there's just there's certain moments but i don't i like jay and silent bob there's the the promo for click commander which, yeah, yeah. Which is that's great. what I thought you were gonna use as your intro. I oh. thought you were gonna use that as your intro. Oh, the oh for the uh, f- for the quote that I do in the with the music. Yeah, I may. Yeah, I may do. I I was I was debating. There's there is the Zach and Mira. There's one or two in Zach and Mira, and there's the Click Commander. I have to decide which one. I haven't decided yet. But sizzle for well, not not really sizzle. This is more sizzle for you since you're live on the episode. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to obviously. <laughs> I edit in my intro and in the uh, the music later when I'm editing the podcast. But uh, yeah. I may I may do the click commander. I forgot about the click commander. Yeah, uh, mm. um, yeah. Zach has got some really good ones. I quote Zach Amiri quite a lot in my um in my personal life. <laughs> Just hmm. um, I just, I don't know something about that film. I just find so funny. It's it, um, it is huge. Like I was just li- watching a clip, uh, before with Justin Long and Brandon Ruth, where Justin Long's playing they're they're gay lovers and J- Justin Long's yeah. just playing like he's playing gay. Like, yeah, he's playing over the top. Yeah, gay, and I'm I was like, holy shit, I forgot about this. Like I have pretty much all his. Uh, Kevin Smith movies. I'm missing, I, I'm uh, I'm missing uh, Tusk and Yoga Hosers, um, yeah. which I'm planning on getting. But like, apart from those two, I have all his movies, and I just love watching them. They're so like you can put them on, and you just 
you're you're killing yourself laughing because you also see his ev- uh, his evolution. Yeah, definitely. Going and uh, when I heard that he was making an action slash horror movie, The Red State, <laughs> I was like, whoa! I don't know. Can Kevin Smith pull this off? And then I saw it, and I'm like, holy fuck! Yeah, he's versatile. He, it's like he is. Uh, I would say he's nearly. He's like um, Edgar Wright. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You. He's the American way, Edgar like, Wright. You can tell when he's done a film. You can. You know when it's a Kevin Smith film. Yeah. For ages, I didn't know that Zach, that he uh, did Zach and Mary, and I remember thinking like, oh, this is kind of like a Kevin Smith film, like, and I really loved it, and I was like, oh my god, it was done by Kevin Smith. That's why I like it so much. Oh yeah, no, that that is great. Um, Cop Out is the, probably the one movie that I did not enjoy that he made. Yeah, I haven't seen it, so it d- don't bother. It's it's uh sorry, Bruce Willis, which I I do enjoy Bruce Willis a lot in his movies, but this one it was like Bruce Willis and Tracy Morgan, and it's it's a it's like a base about a baseball card. Yeah, and I'm like, are you really? And I just mm. I just really couldn't get into it and then i read kevin smith's book uh one of his books uh about his blog posts i think and he talks about the issue with him and bruce willis in the movie and how like it was really that move that movie that kevin smith started smoking on set smoking weed on set yeah he would he would he would smoke occasionally but he wouldn't when he was on set he would not smoke and then he's like fuck bruce willis is doing nothing and doesn't give a fuck so why should i and he started smoking on set and i think that kind of maybe improved his vision um but yeah he it's just it's just not the same caliber and he even says it he's like this is one of my worst movies yeah i like i that's what i like about Kevin, he's very on. Kevin, we're on first yeah, name basis. Of course, you are. Me, yeah, me and Kev. Yeah. Um, no, what I like is that uh, he is very honest um, about his work and, and about most things, really. Um, and I was also touching on the smoking weed and stuff. Um, like they obviously play like a huge part in like a lot of his films and a lot of his work. Um, but what I like about it is um, it's still funny for everyone. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, cause you know, I've, cause I've never smoked weed and, um, I don't really intend to either, but I can still find that funny and appreciate it. And it's still universal. Yeah. Um, and I think that comes from just because, and it's not even just him, actually, his films are just very honest. They're su- uh, super honest. Yeah. All the conversations are honest. All the characters, you know, are, are real, um, yeah, and and they're kind of like yeah. I, I think honest is probably the best way to describe him. He is. He he. I think he he captures human interaction like through a proper lens. Like he he truly understands what it is to be human. Yeah. Because he comes from like a, a middle class upbringing, he understands it a lot better than other directors and other writers. Because he doesn't try yeah. and make make his writing more than what it is he doesn't try and use the he makes it actual conversations like if you're you're like you listen to any of his earlier stuff um when it's more uh the ask you universe these are conversations actual people are having and you can see yourself having those conversations 
with friends and family because it's it's a it's an actual human conversation and not a let's say a, a robotic conversation like you're yeah, just it's not just it's not written dialogue it doesn't feel scripted no it's actual dialogue that he probably actually had with someone he's like fuck that'd be great in my movie take a puff yeah, writes I, it out yeah i think one of the best examples of this is um and definitely highlights um his abilities as an actor as well like he doesn't really uh do it that often um but he is actually a very good actor and um and it, it is in chasing amy when he's telling the story of, oh yeah of chasing amy and like and and there's nothing and and it's another example of it being honest as well like nothing fancy is going on there there's n- there's no camera tricks there's you know nothing edgy about it it's just a guy telling a story and it's absolutely captivating oh yeah it's it's i think it's probably one of my favorite scenes i used that actual scene in one of uh in one of my earlier episodes i can't remember the episode oh i know i i know because i've listened to it i think it's the one where you're talking about rom-coms yes it's the rom-com episode yes thank you um it, it is the most truly and honest like it's like something he was actually something he felt he he had done in the past yeah and he's talking about it and it's just the it's like you have yeah it's like two shots it's only two camera angles you have one on ben and then one on jay and bob and jay's rolling a rolling a joint and bob is just like laying out truth and it hits home like yeah it just hits home so much and i think a lot of people can relate either guys and girls because they've been in that situation before and it's like, holy fuck, this guy is just is just being truthful and you feel the truth just emanating from his words. And every mm. single sh- ep- uh, um, episode, any movie he directs or writes and directs, you feel that you feel that truth because he has scenes like that in every single movie. Yeah. And it's and actually, it I think more often than not, it does come from Bob because like that's the whole point of him being silent is like he only says something when it's important yeah and jay in that same scene jay actually says like oh he thinks because he doesn't say a lot when he does talk it's fucking profound and shit yeah i love that <laughs> i love that commentary uh, but uh, but it's true like when he does yeah finally talk it's usually these really poignant moments except for in Jane and bob strike back when he's like no ticket like that's the only thing he says in the whole fucking movie is no ticket when he throws throws someone off or is it in dogma? Uh, that's um that's dogma. Dogma, okay, sorry, not yeah. In Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, uh, one of the main, I think he speaks a few times, but the main one is when he's like shouting at um Jay and he's just like the back of the bus says. Hollywood animals or whatever it is, and he's just like shouting at, and he's like, "You dumb fuck!" And then Jay's just like, "Say it, don't spray it." Oh God! Oh, and yeah. It's like that build of frustration, and like, uh, there's so many funny scenes in that uh, with commentary on the characters just being like, "Hey, you really hate how you're stuck with this guy, and you you could be worth so much more," and like, you realize that you're never gonna 
you know, he's always going to hold you down. He's like slowly nodding and then he's like, no, no, it's fine. Oh. Also, his acting is great too. Yeah. Like, yeah, nice. Yeah, like I said earlier, like it, he's definitely. Uh, I guess it's because he—that's not really what he's, you know, doing it for. But like to to be an actor, but he is really good, very underrated. Oh yeah, he he just he just he's he understands, and he doesn't try and be something he's not. Mm. He's like, look. I am not the greatest actor. He knows he's not a great actor. He knows he's not a great director. He's like, I just try and do the best that I can. Yeah. And he he does. He does great. And it's that simplicity and he understands what his who he is in essence that makes yeah. makes him so relatable. Um if you follow his Twitter feed, like the biggest pro, uh his biggest tweet is him talking about having sex with his wife on their anniversary. <laughs> the anniversary yeah. tweet is like iconic. Like it's like, it should go into the Smithsonian. That's how iconic it is. Cause every yeah. year on the anniversary of that tweet, people tweet it out again. Yeah. It's great. And it's like, he's just being, he's always honest. There's like, there's nothing that he doesn't do. That's honest. Like he's honest yeah, in his he's, work. He's such a great guy because he is seems like such a great family man. Uh, so in love with his wife, um, adores his daughter, um, and it's really nice to see that as well. And yeah, because he like his most recent special on Netflix, I watched, and I was like, oh my god, this is hilarious. And then he talks about uh, before it, he, he talks about having a heart attack uh, just after filming it. And then, yeah. then at the end, he talks about a bit about it too. He shows the green room where he had the heart attack, and then yeah. he, then he, on his tweets, and he's talking about how he's becoming vegetarian, and it's thanks to his daughter. He's like, if, if Harley, and let's let's just let's just put it out there. His wife is amazing as well. Letting him, oh, yeah. name their daughter Harley Quinn. It was I was jealous for so long. It's like it's it's ridiculous, like. I, I think I talked about it in one of my other uh, previous episodes. Like, I, I wouldn't be able to name my daughter or my son after a comic book character with my girlfriend. If we yeah. if we were having a kid and I'm trying to sneak in a comic book character's name that's iconic like Harley Quinn. Yeah. M- my girlfriend would look at me and go, you're a fucking idiot. No. But his well, wife. She's, she's super supportive and she's been in a few of his films as well. Yeah, and um, I think he did a a shoot for Playboy as well. Um, that he his wife, yeah, was the model for, yeah, as well, which is so cool. Yeah, it's 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 amazing that they have this really unique relationship. And in his uh, his Netflix special, like if you haven't had a chance to watch it, I highly suggest it. I don't think I have it because I'm in a different region to you. I get different things on Netflix. So I'm hearing it, about this like this Netflix special. And I'm like, I can't have it. Because it, it's a next Netflix exclusive. So it should be in all regions. I haven't got it. I'm promising you. Oh. They might release it at different times. Like, it's, I don't yeah, know. true. If you can, if, if you get a chance to watch it, it is hilarious. I could be wrong. I could just be a moron. But I'm telling you, I've looked through my Netflix so much. Like, he, I'm trying to find s- shit to watch all the time. Did you search Kevin Smith? No, true. Try but that. But it would have 
I think it would have come up at some point. I've done so much scrolling, but I will I will double check. Yeah, but if you're it, probably right now that I've been being like, oh, it's definitely not on there. It'll definitely be on there now. Yeah, because it's a Netflix exclusive, and how I understand Netflix exclusives, it's if it's filmed for Netflix, it goes out on all regions. Mm. So there's that. Um, but he talks about he he's just so open about his relationship with his wife. Mm. And it's like, are you f- fucking kidding me? Like, it's just he, like his wife is so supportive. Um, yeah. I remember watching um, a Q&A with Kevin Smith mm. when he used to do those and how Harley just came out one day and just introduced his, her dad. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's fucking amazing. And then yeah. he just goes in answering questions. He t- He's very open about how him and his wife, the first time they had sex, he had he had cut himself. And she was actually interviewing him um, about his movie. And then they just hooked up. And I'm like, holy fuck. Like, this is like a true romance story. Yeah. And he's just as vulgar as he can be. All you feel is pure, pure love that he has. Yeah, definitely. Um, and that's because that's that's where it's coming from. Yeah. it's And, and then you can see how, like, how he talks in person. And then you look at his movies like Mallrats, uh, Jane Silent Bob, Dogma, where it's all based, and even Jersey Girl, all based on the conversations that the characters have, the dialogue. And you can see yeah. where it's coming from because he's so honest in his real life. It just translates so well into his, his writing, his scripts, and his dialogue. It's so refreshing as well. It is. Because like, you watch some movies and the dialogue in it, it it's like, they're only talking to move the plot along. Yeah. And where it's like Kevin Smith movies, honestly, most of them don't really have a plot. Yeah. Some of them do. Like Dogma has one. Jane Silent Bob has one. Um, His later works kind of do. But if you look at Clerks. Yeah. Clerks, um, no. Mallrats, not really. Um, Yeah, kind of not really. It's like a a very thin, thin plot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. like so yeah clerks small rats chasing amy it's it's the plot is just this guy going after a woman so there's not that much yeah um, you know what it you know what it's more about and anyone who listens to my podcast um is gonna scream at me but it's, it's about character development it's all about being invested in these characters and watching them grow into the you know into you know better or worse people it's very which is true what i love his movies are more about the character development than the actual plot. Yeah, definitely. Because, in all honesty, other than Dogma, Jan Silent Bob, and Red State, and maybe Jersey Girl, most of his movies don't really have this standout plot. Like, he's gotten better. Mm. You've seen the evolution of him looking at the plot versus the character development. And, Ooh, like, Red hello? S- Can you hear me? Hello? I can oh, hear- lost connection. Oh, no, I can hear you, though. Hold on. Hold on. Can I t- chat with you? Don't go. I can hear you. Can you hear me? Maisie! Don't leave me. Oh, she hung up. Maisie? No, I didn't. I'm right here. Oh, so you can hear me now? Yeah, we lost connection. Oh, because I could hear you perfectly. Could you? Oh my yeah. god, it came up. I couldn't hear you and it just came up saying, you've lost connection. Yeah, I'm like, did I touch something on my phone? My computer? What happened? But no, I could yeah. hear you. You're like, oh, 
Oh, I lost you. I'm like, no, I'm right here. Can you hear me? Don't leave me. <laughs> that's our plot. That's that's the overarching plot for this episode. Yeah, don't don't leave me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I completely lost my train of thought. Yes, no. Um, so yeah, you can see his evolution uh, to plot, but mm. his first his early work are just developing these characters, and that he uses in the si- all like pretty much from clerks to jay and silent bob 2 and clerks 2 they all pretty much have the same characters in them apart from jay and silent bob yeah and so once you get in uh sorry uh, instead of dogma i apologize uh but each like you go into clerks 2 you have all the same people and you you they show up and you're like i already know the backstory of this person now we can focus yeah. on on plot with these characters and develop a better plot and he and then you have red state which he really just he balances it perfectly i would say plot and character development um and then tusk and yoga hosers are about the same as well i just i just love him yeah it's um it's just like he's just kind of like a shining beacon of example in all areas Mm -hmm. which is so unfair (laughs) yeah i I've actually had two two of his tweets uh, that I tweeted out. He's liked of mine. Woo! I'm very happy about that. Um, I would love to get a response from Kevin Smith. Um, I'm going to tag the fuck out of this episode Ke- and yeah. tweet at him crazy. Oh, um, wouldn't it be great? Oh, wouldn't it have been good if he just like called in last second? Like, but then I don't know what I'd say. I'd I know like- exactly what I would say. I would shriek like a girl. I, a high pitched yeah. streak. If ever I got like Kevin Smith was like, "Hey, I would love to do your uh, do an episode with you," or I'd love to do like a five minute interview with you, I'd be like, "Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god!" I'd hyperventilate. I'd yeah. probably pass out and I'm, then wake I'm up. I'm so not good with like famous people or just people that I admire in general. Like um, I met the guys from Sam's Pants Radio, and I was just such a dork. Like, ugh. Man, I'm like killing myself afterwards because I'm just like, I'm just not good. Like, I'm not me. I'm just like, <laughs> thank you, thank you so much for your work. Um, I really appreciate. It. I just, I love everything you do. Uh, oh, the, thanks, thanks for being you. Oh God, jeez. Oh wow. And it's just embarrassing to watch. Well, see, here's my thing. Like, I know they're regular people, so I get that. Like, like. Kevin Smith is probably going to be like, dude, to calm your fucking tits off. Like, I'm just a regular yeah. person. And most celebrities are like that. They're like regular people. And like the ones that I've met are really, really chill. Like, I had the opportunity to meet Norman Reedus and Sean Patrick Flannery. Two, oh, that was cool. Yeah. And I, like it was at a convention and they're really cool, really relaxed and great. And then I had the opportunity. I ran into, um, you probably don't know who this is, George Stropolopoulos. He's... Uh, He's, a great name right um so he does he hosts uh, a radio show uh here in canada um mm. he's very active on social media and that he's he's like an iconic canadian he started off with what was called as a vj which is a video disc jockey pretty much on mtv uh, much music which is our version of mtv okay and he's just so so slowly just become part of canada he's like a canadian icon Okay, and he's a huge Montreal Canadiens fan, 
And me and my girlfriend, we ended up going to a hockey game that he was at. Like, oh, that's cool. So we're like walking through this uh, little way and some guy's taking a photo. And then I see it. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's George Stropopoulos. I'm like, that's Strombo. And my girlfriend's like, you want a picture with him? I'm like, no, no, it's fine. It's I don't want to bother him. Like, I understand that he's. That's, that's what I'm like. I'm like, I'm like, God, I just like because I know they're normal people. I'm like, I just don't want to bother you. Like, I know you're probably just trying to do your day to day stuff. I don't want to bother you. Yeah, and I don't. I also don't want to be that person. And be like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, I love you and this and this and this. And he's like, you probably heard this about a thousand times. I don't want to be that same yeah. guy. So yeah. So I'm like, no, no, it's fine. And she, my girlfriend just looks at me. And she's like. This is very odd that you don't want a picture with a celebrity. Like this isn't this isn't the boyfriend I know. What's going on? <laughs> she's like, okay, fuck it. And she walks up and she's like, hi. And she has no idea who this guy is. She's heard yeah. of him, but she doesn't like know the the iconic nature of him. And she's like, hi, can my boyfriend get a picture with you? And he's like, yeah, sure, no problem. And I'm like, and I have the picture, and I'm probably I'm gonna put it in the poster of this episode so people can see it. And okay. I just look starstruck and i look ridiculous <laughs> i i truly look ridiculous and i'm like okay thank you so much and i'm like oh my god i'm speechless i don't want to talk too much because i don't want to tumble out o- over my words and seem like a oh, goofball yeah. and that, yeah. we, i couldn't even like i did ugh, i couldn't even like ask for a picture with the sans pants guys because like i was just like oh god i just i just can't do it it's too i don't know i'm just too embarrassed i'm like and also, like, I, if I look bad in this picture, like, n- no, I'm not okay with that. <laughs> oh, I, I know I look ridiculous because I have this stupid grin on my face. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is this is ridiculous. But at the same time, like, I it's like I know if I meet Kevin Smith, Kevin, I, I, words not even escaping me. I'd be tongue tied. I'd be like, hey, ma'am, Philip. I'd be like completely an idiot. Like I have no brain and I, yeah. he'd probably think I'm someone who has, I'm special, you know, and be like, hi, nice to meet you. It's okay. Have a nice day. <laughs> you know, it's great to see you. Keep on champ, you know, slugger this and just walk off. And I'd be like, I met Kevin Smith. And like, I wouldn't have a brain for the rest of the time. The day. I would be just like, oh my God. Oh my God. Like when Kevin Smith liked my tweet. I literally screenshot it. I'm like, oh my God, this is fucking amazing. Like, yeah. oh my God, oh my God. And my girlfriend's looking over me and she's like, what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> print it out and frame it. <laughs> oh, I'm very close to printing out and framing it. But at the same time, I'm like, if he responds to my tweet, then that's a printing and that's that's getting framed, gold stars yeah. everywhere. But yeah, no, it's it's, I fully understand. Like, I don't want to be that weird fan at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> Cause, the fear of being that fan. Yeah, because like I worked a, a comic convention with my buddy who who has a web comic. Shout out to Ryan Somer. Least I could do and looking for a group comic. Go check it out. It's a great comic. Um. Anyways, <laughs> selfish <laughs> selfless plug for him. Why not? Um. He he's he gets those types of fans. Like I worked the booth with him, and he gets and his fans are really cool. There's a lot of really chill everyday people. Like oh, I could go have a beer with you. But then they have the extra fans, the fans that are extra, and you're like, "Yeah, wow, that's kind of unnerving." And I have yeah. a, a lot of my friends; um, they are in the entertainment industry. I have a, a friend who's a magician, hypnotist. He's been on. Like, that is so cool. Well, shout out to Spidey. I've been trying to get him on this show, but he does tours all the time in the U.S. He was on right. uh, Penn and Teller's "Fool Us." 
Mas- oh, I love that show. Yeah, he was on that show with one of his be- uh, one of his friends, Joel Myers, I believe. Um, he was on a fake fake off uh, with Mas- another uh, magician. He was on uh, Entertainment Canada or Entertainment Tonight Canada multiple times, and like he he actually just tweeted out uh, about a fan actually figuring out where he lives. Oh, so creepy. Yeah, and I'm like, that's cool, but also at the same time very creepy because... That's unnerving. Yeah. It's like he... Because his family owns a place down in Miami and he was staying in Miami. And yeah. somehow through pictures and live streams on Instagram, the guy figured out where he lived. Oh. And I'm like, it's a lot of detective work to just hand deliver a, 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 a letter. Like, well, at least that's all it was. Yeah, and like, and he's like, "Should I be worried or should I be honored?" And like, some people are like, "Well, if it just says, hey, 'Hey, I'm really, it was you're you're an inspiration, really thankful for what you do, thank you so much, and I just wanted to say hi,' that's cool. But if it's like, you're amazing, I love you, I want everything to do with you, and this and like really creepy style, th- then I'd be yeah. worried. But if it's yeah. just like an admiration letter, like, dude, what you do is great, it's inspired me, thanks a lot for what you do, no problem, that's cool." I'm pretty far from that level of celebrity. Well, so, uh... <laughs> at the same time, like, so another uh, mutual podcaster, like, when I started podcasting, I, I just wanted to talk about movies with friends. That's all I yeah. wanted to do. And then I, you find out that you get people downloading your shows and you're like, holy fuck, like, at least 41, like, your episode, 41 people have listened to me talk. Yeah, it's crazy. That That's, like, mind-blowing. And I'm like... yeah. But who? And then you look at where they where they're coming from, like, and then I'm talking with uh, Scott, who's the host of Ignorance Is This podcast, yeah. a great podcast, and he's like, I'm a huge fan. I'm like, but I'm a huge fan of yours. I think yours is way more <laughs> professional than mine. He's like, no man, yours is great. And I'm like, oh my god, we're both fanboying about each other. It's great. That's so cute. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like cute. It's because like. I listen to the quality and uh, listen to it. And I'm like, wow, that's like, why didn't I think of a podcast like that? Like, this is genius. And then, like, even yours, like, we talked. Oh, stop it! Yeah, I'm, I fanboyed <laughs> a bit because, but at the same time, I, I, we talked before I started listening to your podcast, and so I'm like, okay, we're we're friends. And then I listen to your podcast. I'm like, oh, I'm generally a fan of your podcast. I look forward to it when it comes out. It's one of the first ones I listen to. Woo! Um, uh, you guys usually drop on a Sunday, Monday, right? Yeah, you're the Sunday, Monday. Oh, uh, we are really bad at like. Uh, I think our episodes actually drop on a Saturday, but I don't find out about it until late Saturday, and I'm like, well, I might as well just post about it tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's, <laughs> I think it's actually Saturday, but um, what weekend? We'll leave it at that. The weekend, but because most of the time on the weekends, I don't listen to any podcasts. So it's my yeah. Monday. Monday comes and I look, I have a whole bunch of new podcasts. I'm like, yeah, I can listen to this. And it's like, we started talking beforehand, but if we didn't start talking beforehand and I listened to your podcast, I'd probably be in the fanboy mode as well. But yeah. because I got to know you bef- before you were quote unquote a celebrity. You, you knew me as a person before yeah. you knew the big difference. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. And I got, obviously by listening to the podcast, I got to know you a bit a bit better because you you're very opinionated. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> no, with a podcast called Big to Differ would not yeah. be opinionated at all. No, I'm a very um yeah, very opinionated and not all of them good and I'm fully aware. <laughs> but it's your opinions. At least you're not saying yeah, that we yeah. should you, you people should be locked up if they do if they're a certain race or religion so there i think your opinions are fine 
Um, mine, yeah, mine are, I'm not, don't get me wrong, like, they're all very lighthearted. Um, well, most of them. Most of them are lighthearted. Nothing crazy. I'm not a racist. No, so. there you go. So you're fine. Um, but also, like, since we're in the, the group and I'm like, I'm listening to all these podcasters and I'm like, I get to know them at, at a reg- regular level, like a real normal level. But like some people may be like, holy shit, this is a celebrity. Like I'm listening to this person's podcast and this person to me is a celebrity. Yeah, I guess like um, in our, I don't know if your listeners know, but in the podcasting mates group that we're a part of, um, we're all very much, I think we're all kind of quite similar level or it's people just starting out and stuff. Yeah. Um, so it's really nice to have that community. We're kind of all building ourselves up together. Yeah, it's it's great because a lot of like everybody's at a different level, length of time they've been podcasting or even um, size of their podcast group. Like some yeah. may, some like uh, Rory, who's uh, Dog Hair Presents, who's a great, great podcaster and Oh my god, isn't he fantastic? He is. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna obviously in the links in the description for all the shows I'm we're talking about here. His podcast, like, is great to listen to because it's educational, and I can't wait to be on. I was supposed to be on this weekend, unfortunately, um, something happened, so we we couldn't podcast. And I've been on it though, so you can check out an episode I've been on. Yes, I will link Maisie's episode and Roy's episode with Maisie on it because he yeah. it's. I like this the way he does it. He has he presents something with his guests, and then the guest presents, yeah. which is a great. Yeah. And I think it's it's fabulous the way he does it. And it, you yeah, it's, sure. you learn a lot, and it's like on everything. It's not on just on one type of topic, but he talks about everything. Yeah. And if I didn't start talking well, to him, yeah, uh, if I didn't start talking to him in the group, I probably would be like, oh my god. I'm on Dog Hair Present. This is freaking fantastic. And he's probably like, it's just my little podcast. Like, it's nothing big. But to, yeah. to everybody else, it's like something huge. And like, Yeah, he's um he's been, he's been on my podcast as well. And he's, he's a great guest to have as well. Like, definitely. Oh, yeah. Especially uh, you guys. He was your first uh, f- uh, film-in guest, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. So that, that was awesome. Yeah. But it's it's just like... Even though we're all friends, I know that some of our listeners, if they come onto our shows, would probably fangirl or fanboy out about it. And it's it's very it's like, but it's it's weird. It's just weird yeah, thinking that sure. we could be celebrities. And I'm pretty sure Kevin Kevin Smith feels that same way because he's like, I'm just an ordinary guy. Yeah, definitely. And he's so. And I think if we haven't said it enough already, he is just very honest about who he is and and his work. Oh yeah, super honest, and he's he's always friendly, and he's always willing to help out. I think that should be the title of this episode. Kevin Smith is humble. Just honestly, Kevin Smith. Honestly, Kevin Smith. Yeah, fan, and then the subtitle: two people fanboying about Kevin Smith. Yeah, absolutely. Done. All right, Maisie. Um, we're coming up on nearly f- an hour and fifteen minutes. Don't want to take up more of your time because I know you have supper to prepare. Or Dinner, <laughs> I do, sure. yeah. I, um, yeah, I do. I'm going to give the floor to you, and you're going to be able to uh, promote your podcast, so or anything else you want to promote. So the floor is yours. Oh, cool. So, um, yeah. So we've said before that um, I am one of the hosts of Beg to Differ. Um, I do that with my friend John. Uh, we're on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, basically everywhere you can listen to a podcast. Um, 
check us out. Uh, yeah, you can watch us on YouTube if you want to look at our ugly faces, but you're more than welcome to just listen to us and, and hear our ugly voices. Uh, and um, we've got a Patreon as well. So if you like us, you'll get little bits, like you'll get to see my short Clerks-inspired film if you subscribe to us on Patreon. Um, it's not good, but it's... Uh, it's, it's great. It's it, actually really amazing. <laughs> uh, Rory said that he liked it. Um, uh, I We enjoyed making it. And they are all based on real events in a real store that we used to work at. Um, uh, so that's quite funny. Uh, yeah, and we've got more stuff in the works uh, coming up as well. And we've also got something, I don't know when this is airing, but it might also be worth mentioning that we, uh, your podcast, my podcast, and many other podcasts that we've been speaking about are all getting together to do um, a sort of group project for World Mental Health Day on October the 10th, where we're just going to talk just yeah just talk about uh our mental health um how we're feeling how you know it's important that we do talk about these things and that everyone should feel like they're able to talk about um you know what's important um which is how you're feeling yeah um, um so look out for that one yeah so this this episode's obviously going to drop probably around maybe the day after uh this one because the uh, october 10th i think is a uh, is a wednesday yeah. So this one will be dropping the day day after. Uh, the obviously I will put the links to listen to because it's going to be a three type episode because we're going to have yes, the different groups are doing different episodes um, about the and, mental health and how it's affect us because uh, it affects everyone in different ways. Absolutely. So we're going to have that drop and we're going to be able to talk about that. Um, obviously, all three will be in the show notes uh, so that you can listen to all three and. Uh, highly suggest you listen to it and share it because it's very important that we talk about the uh, mental health of people because it's it's been quite enough and this it needs to be on the daylight that it's okay to talk about how you're feeling and not mm, hide it absolutely. anymore um, yeah 100% i'm just going to do a quick plugs for the feel better show we're on all social media please do con- reach out to us at feel better show on instagram uh, twitter and on facebook give us a like give us a subscribe rate us Make sure you check out Beg to Differ Pod because it is one of the best podcasts you can listen to if you have very different opinions than the rest of the world. Oh, stop it. It is very fun to listen to whether you agree with us or not. I'm just putting that out there. It is. Don't be put off by disagreeing because that's that's what we want. That's what we're aiming for. You should. And if you do disagree with them or if you disagreed with anything we said on this podcast, please reach out to us. Tell us we're wrong. Yeah. Because we want to hear so from fun. you specifically yeah. beg to differ you reach out to them because they're all about those different opinions and they want to hear about it i just want to hear how much you love me that's all i just want to hear <laughs> yeah. the love just i just want love that's all i need in my it's life split different ways love one way hate the other there you go the yin and yang of the world it. i thrive off it what is what keeps me going <laughs> all right ladies and gentlemen thank you again for listening to the feel better show i wish you all well and happiness and talk about how you're feeling because it's very important